Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Alex Chapman with us this morning, as well as Jordan Oppett. Uh, lovely to have her back on uh, our particular panel. Jordan, uh, if I can come to you with a bit of netball to begin with, actually. Here we have two weeks ago, we had Ian Foster not able to go to... Uh, training sessions with the All Blacks and uh, turn up on match day. Well, it doesn't appear that name Dame Nolan Tolroa will even be able to do that with COVID uh, on set with her. So it looks like she'll be coaching this whole Cadbury series remotely. That's interesting. Hey, hey, for them. Nice to be back, actually. Um, yeah, can we just say thank God it's happened now and not when they're over in Birmingham? Um, if there's a time mm-hmm. to get COVID, it's now before they leave. Um, but yeah, I guess it just adds another another element of a challenge to this team. But, I mean, Dame Nolene has done virtual Zoom trainings and sessions for the best part of two years now. It's what they lived off throughout COVID. So, you know, I've got full confidence that she'll be able to live up to that role still, albeit virtually. But I guess it'll be interesting to see how this Silver Ferns A side capitalise on that. The few players in that team that were omissions from that Commonwealth Games team. And it's a perfect opportunity for them to show her while she's watching on the couch at home potentially what they're missing out on heading into the com game. So, look, I think if there's a time to get it, it's now. And, yeah, just thank God it's not happened when they're over in uh, Birmingham. So what are you expecting from this series then, uh, Jordan? Look, I think it's going. they're going to have to test some combinations. I mean, there's a whole bunch of players. Well, when I say a whole bunch, there's a few in particular. I mean, the, re- the re-inclusion of someone like Kayla Johnson. Um, you know, they've got to test these combinations, and it's a chance to do that before they hit that world stage again. But as I say, I'd say there's even more. The New Zealand A side even has more to prove if there's anything. You know, the likes of Sam Winders, Maddie Gordon, um, for them not to have been included in that Silver Fern side, you can't help, they're going to have some fire in the belly. And then there's, of course, the players like, um, there's also Alia Dunn, but Tiana Matudo, like she's a non-travelling reserve to the game. So there's a lot of chance for people to put their hands up and this is the last chance they have. And I think they're going to have a real good hit out. And, you know, when they come up against the men too, they're a really physical side. And I think that's what that team needs heading into such a pinnacle event because these other teams say you're Australia's, you're uh, you know, the UK and the like, they are physical teams and it's how they get on top of the Silver Ferns. Interesting for me too, uh, Alex, good morning to you, would be I'd, I'd be wanting to win the majority of them. I'm not sure I want to go to the Commonwealth Games with a losing record. No, you wouldn't. And morning, Smithy. Morning, Jopper. Yeah, it, I was at training yesterday and there was a real intensity and determination and high pace 
from what they were training with. And I think these three different games are going to show three different styles of play. And that's what St. Noling Totoa said when she initially announced her Commonwealth Games squad, or what was it, a couple of weeks ago, that they're planning for three different styles of play against Jamaica, Australia and England. And that's why they've got this Cadbury series. So they can test different combinations, particularly in the midcourt, I think, with how they use someone like Kate Heppinen, for example, and how Shannon Saunders comes into it. Obviously, Jenna Crampton is going to be there as the captain, but what role she plays, how they use target players like Grayson Wickey at, at the shooting end. And but just going back to Dame Nolene Toto, but from what I've been told within the camp, she could be actually end up being back with the side by as soon as Thursday. So uh, that that is promising for her, but jeepers, the, the intensity that Deb Fuller, her assistant, was coaching at yesterday, I, I wouldn't be, want to be on the wrong side of her either. Okay, very interesting. Talk about uh, intensity uh, tonight then, uh, Alex. Uh, it is uh, match two between the Maori All Blacks and, uh, of course, the Touring Irish. Uh, what are you expecting to come out of there? And who will you be looking at in particular from a, a Maori All Blacks point of view going forward? It's almost an afterthought, <laughs> which, which is a shame. And we, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago after that first Maori game that I think the, the more Maori All Blacks games we can have, the better, because they play such a unique style. They, they have their own almost backyard style of footy and it's so much fun to watch and that was summarised by that try right on half time in that first test against Ireland. So uh, I, I think throughout the series I've, I've been keen to see how CJ Pedinata is going to be playing and he's in a different role tonight. He is starting. He is going to be captaining the side and he spoke to our Wellington reporter Luke Robinson, I think it was on Sunday, just how this whole experience has been very special to him and he probably treasures it more now in his career, bearing in mind this is the first time that TJ Pedernard has been playing for the Māori All Blacks than he would have previously if it had happened earlier in his career, just where he's at with his journey in Te Ao Māori and Te Reo Māori and understanding his whakapapa. So you know, TJ Pedernard is always going to be a passionate man regardless of which jersey he's wearing, whether it's club rugby or the All Blacks or the Māori All Blacks or Wellington or the Hurricanes. So... Uh, interested to see how he is and just the weather from the sounds of it I'm, I'm in Auckland and it's awful up here uh, apparently it's the same with you Jordan and Christchurch and it's terrible in Wellington as well so um, just the, the, the how that affects the Māori style of play because as I say it is very free flowing very backyard footy and if it's pouring down with rain I'm not sure how much they're going to have that well, uh, for me, uh, Jordan, the Irish team have got just as much to play for here. They're on World Cup trial duty as well. And here's a statement or an opportunity to force themselves into World Cup squads. I mean, their top 15 or 20 are probably in, undoubted, but there's spots for grabs as well. I expect the Irish to be very, very good tonight. Yeah, exactly. As you say, they've all got something to prove. And while, you know, those, those top 15, as you mentioned, are not going to be there, there's a whole another team ready to, to prove to their team why they should be in that other 15. Um, but I just love watching the Māori All Blacks. I really do, because I think, as Alex just alluded to, it's the passion for me, I think. I mean, um, with someone like TJ, you're always going to get it. But there's a lot of other players in that team who are just so proud to be a Māori All Black. And you see it in the haka, the level of intensity that goes up that extra notch. Um, when you see debutants, you know, make their debut, I think that's really special. Josh Morby, who had a standout game for the Hurricanes, he gets the nod tonight, and I think that's a really special occasion too. But, yeah, as you say, I mean, both teams really have a lot to prove, don't they? And, I mean, the Māori All Blacks won't want to go down, um, that's for sure. So, And they won't go down without a fight. So I think it'll be a brilliant game. Just let's hope the weather doesn't, doesn't play too much havoc because it sounds like it is mental.
Yeah, very bad down in Wellington. We're hearing at this stage, but likely to ease off around about game time, we're hoping. So that's uh, the forecast at this point. 10.30 here on SENZ. We'll go quickly to uh, a news break with uh, Araha. And when we come back, uh, more to talk about with Alex Chapman and with uh, Jordan Oppert. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Jordan Oppert with us this morning, as is Alex Chapman. And uh, Jordan, uh, down there in Christchurch, the big uh, agenda still is the stadium. Uh, what they're forecasting, what, $863 million stadium or something around that nature anyway. Well, what are you thinking now? What's the vibe? Oh, look, it's a con- I think it's going to be contentious no matter what way it goes on Thursday. A decision's actually expected. Um, I think from the, consul- uh, the the submissions I've had so far, as of I think it was the beginning of last week, the majority wanted people just to truck on with it, well, the council just to truck on with it and get the stadium built. But when I say the majority, it was still only around 60-odd percent, I think, maybe early 70s. So not convincing amount in Christchurch, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what way it goes on Thursday. I think they've just got to get on with it. I've said that from the word go, um, because it's not going to get any cheaper. It's not going to get any less expensive, um, and they can't afford to stop it now. I mean, there is literally a site about two blocks from where I'm sitting right now that has been dug up, fenced off for the stadium. You can't not go ahead with it now. It's, you know, the, the foundations are there. It's ready to go. You know, it's taken me an extra three and a half minutes to get home because of that bloody block being crossed off, Smithy. So time to just truck on with it. And I think that you'd like to think common sense will prevail on this one on Thursday and that will be the go ahead. But look, there is no denying it is going to cause conflict no matter what way it goes down here because people are either very passionate about having it or very passionate about not. And those who aren't, those who don't want it will be making their voices heard should it go ahead, that's for sure. And there's a whole lot of Aucklanders who are just crying on your behalf here, Jordan Oppert, are saying it takes you three and a half minutes extra to get home. Uh, here's the thing, right? If it takes, just say you stay in Christchurch because you love Christchurch so much. We hear that in uh, everything that you broadcast. Stay, you stay there for the next seven years and it takes that long to build it. Three and a half minutes every workday, that's going to break you, girl, isn't it? Oh, I know, and that's one way, Smithy. So three and a half plus three and a half, what's that, seven? That's, that's a lot of extra time. I don't have that sort of time, you know. Time is precious, time is money. Get the stadium built. Okay, uh, Alex Chapman, if, if you pick yourself off the floor here, <laughs> being an Aucklander, <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we sure. get on to uh, p- the, perhaps uh, the black cap? Shall we change to the subject of black? It's still New Zealand versus Ireland, uh, but, boy, what a close run thing the other night. Um how do we got out of jail there? One good thing, uh, Mitch Santner coming back in to bolster the bowling ranks, traditionally our best white ball spinner. First of all, I'd happily take an extra three and a half minutes on my commute uh, because at the moment it's, it's well in excess of uh, 20 plus. So, um, yeah, not much sympathy there. Sorry, Jordan, there is about the stadium. So, uh, anyway, um, Mitchell Santner, yeah, obviously one of our, our best white ball players. And when you look at how wayward some of that bowling was in that first one day the other night. I know it was a relatively small ground in Malahide, but I think only Lockie Ferguson went for less than four and a half and over, and some of that, yeah, so bowling was a bit all over the place. So for him to come in, tie down an end, obviously, we, we know the job that Mitchell Santner does with the ball. He'll probably not take a massive amount of wickets, but he'll do a job so that a guy like Yves Sodia at the other end can come in and take wickets and just allow New Zealand to potentially stem that flow of runs if they get in that position similar again, which hopefully they're not. I was stunned to wake up 
yesterday morning and see that score. And Farah, imagine if we'd lost to Ireland in two forms of sport in the space of, what, 48 hours. That would have been absolutely criminal. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm optimistic. So I think a few of these guys, similar to the Silver Ferns, actually, a few of these Black Caps boys have points to prove. Okay, uh, let's look at uh, the All Black camp then, Jordan, shall we? It's uh, clearly not a, a happy camp. You don't uh, tend to be that happy when you get beaten like that uh, at the weekend. But this Test match all of a sudden uh, in Wellington is looming. We say this every now and then. Looming is probably one of the most important we've had for quite some time. Not sure we can afford to lose to Ireland twice uh, away from home here. Um, they are away from home, of course. So... What about the significance for Ian Foster, Sam Kane, and Co. this time around for you, anyway, Jordan? Yeah. Um, oh, and just quickly, I did live in Auckland for 18 years, so I know what the traffic was like. All right, Alex, just pointing that out. But back to this, uh, the rugby. Um, I am. I'm actually glad that Foster's taking a bit of heat this time, to be honest, because there has been a lot out about Sam Kane over the last oh, few weeks, hasn't there? I mean, he seems to cop it left, right, and centre. Um, the man is a workhorse, and whether we like it or not, there are things that go on behind the scenes with that team in terms of captaincy and who has it, and he's obviously got the respect of the whole entire team. Like this thing on Saturday, I call BS on it, that Mahoney was saying that he's a SHIP version of Richie McCourt. Like, they're alluding to a ref mic, yet you can't hear it anywhere. There's no audio anywhere. The ref never mentioned anything. And now the person who has said that it's true within the crowd. Tell me how they're supposed to hear in a packed-out Forsyth bar that that actually happened. So it'd be nice to get some clarity on that because I, I call it BS. And I feel like they're just trying to get inside the heads of someone like Sam, and it's just not going to happen. In terms of Adi Savia as well, like... He was, he was up yesterday for media duties and he said, I back my staff, I back my players, I back my coach. And I feel like that was that was genuine. And look, the competition between Artie and Sam of who should be captain, they're two completely different people in every aspect. Like, yes, okay, positions are the same, but the type of person that they are is so different. And I just feel like it's about time that he came back on Foster. And look, there's a very relaxed uh, razor sitting over in Fiji at the moment with a straw fedora on who would just, I'm pretty sure he'll just be having a wee, I don't know what he'd be drinking at this point in time. Smithy, what do you think? Maybe like a pina colada? He'd be just watching no, the he's unfold, not... thinking for the beauty games unfolding this weekend. Jordan, he's an all-black. He's a former all-black. He's a Canterbury player. He's a Canterbury coach. Um, for God's sake, they don't drink pina coladas. They from, drink, at not, worst, from, at, at, at worst... Oh, well, he'd have, uh, I'll give him a cappuccino in the morning and perhaps uh, uh, a glass of uh, something nice with lunch. But when it comes to the serious session, you know, that five o'clock session where the happy hour round by the bar, <laughs> if he's drinking anything anything less than Fiji Bitter or some New Zealand product, oh. I'll go he. There you go, Jordan. Anyway, um, Alex, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what you may make of all that, but what you will make of, uh, of this all-black performance at the weekend, um, I think, it, uh, I think we, and as I say, we say it all the time, uh, this could be one of the most important test matches we've played in a long time. Uh, I believe it is, and it is uh, as much as the case because the next two are in South Africa, and they're not a gimme either. Oh, to be honest, based on how they're playing at the moment, I'd be surprised if the All Blacks win either of those tests against the Springboks. Um, and, and this game this week, uh, it, there is so much pressure on this All Blacks side, but 
probably more pressure on an All Blacks coach than I can remember in a very, very long time. And we probably haven't had this sort of intensity and heat about the state of an All Blacks coach since after the 2007 World Cup. We know what happened with that with Sir Graham Henry. So there, there is a real, as there was the other night, a real sense of just under uh, overwhelming discontent almost from this New Zealand from the New Zealand public at the moment with Ian Foster and that they need to go out and put out a performance that New Zealanders can have that association with being proud of the All Blacks again because the way some people are in the public are talking about Foster in particular is it's it's foreign. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not surprised at what Artie Savia said yesterday. I think that was always going to be the case. It would have been a heck of a news story if he'd come out and said, yeah, I don't want Ian Foster as the All Blacks coach anymore, and I want to be the captain instead of Sam Kane. I mean, we would have been stoked about that in terms of from a media perspective, but oh, the, it's an All Blacks team that's wounded, yes, and you never want to go up against an All Blacks team that's wounded and they're determined and all that sort of thing, but my goodness, so I'm nervous. I'm nervous as an All Blacks fan. Yeah, I'm nervous as well. Thank you very much, uh, both of you, for your time this morning. Jordan, I suggest you leave uh, for home at uh, about 4.56 this afternoon. You'll be making up for that three and a half minutes uh, late that you'll be home. Uh, whatever you've got to do desperately at home anyway. To, in Christchurch, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure why you have to rush home in Christchurch anyway. But that's just by the by. Uh, Alex Chapman and Jordan Oppert have been superb this morning. Thank you very much for your time on the panel. And uh, we'll have another one tomorrow morning. Usually we have Andrew Gordy on a Wednesday. We'll just see if that's the case. So it's 10.41 here on SENZ. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.